Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 901, air date March 15th, 2021. All right, good evening, everyone. Um, Kathy Stortz just asked a question uh, whether I would put up the protocol I did uh, was back in March when all the quote unquote pandemic started. I shared with people a protocol that people could use. Um, obviously, you should consult your doctor uh, to protect your immune system. I'll put that up again. This was back in March, and I've the great the good news is a lot of people uh, took advantage of it, um, and a lot of people I think protected themselves. I still get tons and tons of email about that. All right, so today we're gonna to be continuing our joint health series. Today, uh, this is a second to the last thing we're gonna consider. We're gonna look at Boswellia as people are joining in. Welcome to people on Instagram. And then we're gonna look at Yucca tomorrow, Y-U-C-C-A, and that'll sort of close out that series on joint health. And then we're gonna start um, a whole nother series. I mean, obviously we could come back to it, but there's some uh, interesting work that um, uh, I've been looking into on radiation as well as um, some of the effects uh, on how they manifest themselves in the body. Uh, high frequency radiation. A lot of you have been asking about 5G. I did a uh, several, I think months ago, I did a whole thing on the pineal gland and how electromagnetic radiation affects the pineal gland, which some people called the circadian rhythm. Some people call it the third eye. But um, We'll be doing that shortly. Okay, so hello. Welcome to people from Minnesota. Who else do we have? St. Petersburg. Fantastic. Australia. Yes, Yucca. Yep. Uh, Boswellia. Boswellia, we're going to talk today, is called Indian Frankincense. We'll wait for a couple more people to join. And earlier today, I did a, a talk on the healthcare system. So, New York City. So someone says, how do you feel about 5G? Well, um, I did a, a talk on radiation. Look, as a scientist and an engineer, there are a lot of people on any of these issues that are very new issues. You have people coming out of it and then they'll start making certain claims. I don't wanna do that because when you don't apply the scientific method, um, sometimes there, there are some legitimate concerns, but the people who come in and start talking about the concerns, but in a wrong way, they actually hurt our, uh, our ability to actually discover what's going on. So I rather take a very systematic approach like I do here. Otherwise, um, for example, on the genetically engineered foods thing, there were people out there talking, you know, they would draw a curve about glyphosate usage and uh, autism, okay? And they'd say, okay, look at autism is growing up like this, glyphosate usage is going up like this. Now, it's a, that's called an ecological curve. It's actually one of the dumbest things you can do in science. And then they would say, oh, my God, aut glyphosate causes autism. Let's say it does, okay? But that curve doing that actually hurts the science because I could easily drew, do a, a curve which shows autism rates going up, and I could say the use of organic food. Does that mean the use of organic food causes autism? No. So this is why you have to be careful. This is why we need to take a mechanistic approach, not a correlation approach because um, sometimes, you know, um, for example, um, 
the government may want to make poo-poo that the effects of, let's say, this poison glyphosate, and they will hire people who act as though they're scientists to do these kinds of things so the opposition can attack them. This is uh, what we talk called a controlled opposition that takes place. Someone said, can you discuss the issue with hydrogen peroxide to cure pathogen and viruses? Sure. Uh, hydrogen peroxide will do that. Okay, sure. Thank you, Jody. All right, let's begin. So today we're going to continue our series and we're going to uh, do a talk on Indian frankincense, which is known as Boswellia serrata. You may have not have heard of it, and but it's a very powerful um, resin. It's actually, if you take trees and the bark of a tree, sometimes you'll have stuff oozing out of it. That's called, in Indian system of medicine, that's called Google, not like Google, G-O-O-G-L-E, but Google, G-U-G-G-U-L. And Googles are basically um, oleo resins, and they're known to be very, very uh, powerful nutrients. Uh, and there's a whole class of these uh, Googles that are out there. Some people say they're one of the most powerful anti-aging nutrients. In some ways, I hate to say this, sort of like the blood of a tree, right? Because if you poke a tree, you get the oozing stuff coming out of it. And those are these things called Googles. And people say these Googles have very, very anti-aging, very powerful properties. Yes, hello from Indiana. Uh, good to have you on. And same with people from UK. Someone says in the Netherlands, the AstraZeneca vaccinations are postponed for two weeks. Well, that's good. Someone actually has common sense at the government level, recognizing that these things really have not been tested. Okay, so let's um, go to our, let's go to the, uh, let's go to our thing today. Let's hop right in. And I'm gonna go right to our, uh, our there we go, okay. So I think everyone on here is good. Good, good to have you, Cincinnati. Great to have you. This is people from Instagram. I don't want to forget you. Thank you. Good, to, good for you to join us. So let's just um, jump right in. So when we look at um, uh, Boswellia, we're going to look at it again. Boswellia serrata, B-O-S-W-E-L-L-I-A serrata, and joint health. And we're going to take again a systems biology approach. Um, our our, the path that we take is we're going to, again, give a background. I'm going to educate those of you, uh, anyone. I, I want to make sure you understand what is a systems approach, how we can apply a systems approach to science, but we can also apply a systems approach to understanding pretty much everything in the universe. I keep saying the foundations of systems, of course, that I teach. I have a class coming up tonight at 7 p.m., and I do it every Monday. It's, it's part of our Truth, Freedom, and Health Warrior training program. Those people are who want to do that? Uh, it's uh, those people contribute to the platform. We make that accessible to them, extremely affordable for everyone. Um, but I used to teach that at MIT. I've taught it all over the world. But we want to interconnect. Um, uh, thank you, Rand Randall. Very, very sweet of you. Um, uh, to um, uh, truth, freedom, and health, because basically the same science the same foundational science that we used to understand the body as a system, the computer as a system, you can apply it to understand political systems because the principles of the universe are uh, invariant, right? And that's what we're gonna talk about. So if we can focus on understanding how the universe operates, we can use those same principles to understand how a political system should be based on. Unfortunately, all, you're mainly lawyers and bureaucrats and people have no jobs, have never ever created anything, worked hard, who are in politics. 
So they just make slogans up with good marketers. Slogans will never get us anywhere. What will get us somewhere is when the slogans, quote unquote slogans are interconnected with truth, freedom and health in this case, okay? So then we're gonna go give an overview on Boswellia Serrata. Uh, great to have you from Poland. Um, thank you uh, to those of you in Sydney, Australia. I look forward to visiting there. And then we're gonna go into Cytosol. We're gonna review what is joint health. Then we're gonna look at the effect of Boswellia on joint health. Then we talk about the synergy principle. <clears throat> the synergy principle is really how the universe doesn't operate on a single thing affecting something else. It's a combination of things. You can think about this in your own health or your own environment, right? In anything, it's not just one thing that gives you success in life. It's a combination of things and the body works that way too. And then we're gonna, um, I've added a new section today. I want you to actually, um, understand that we're going to first of all take the Western approach to understanding how Boswellia serrata affects your body bottoms up from a systems biology standpoint. But then I'm going to also look at it from an Eastern standpoint to also teach you that because in the e Eastern methodology, they look at herbs and their effects in a very different way, particularly in the Indian system of medicine. So I'll, I'll talk to you that language also so you'll appreciate that. It's a new section I've added and then we'll talk about dosaging, okay? So let's jump right in. So by way of background, if uh, I encourage everyone to go to vashiva.com, vashiva.com, and that's the website. That's also our portal for truth, freedom, and health. And if you go there, you'll find out, you know, I've done many things. We have a, uh, I, I created the first email system, and you can go learn about that. The reason I put this slide up is, you know, when I created email when I was a 14-year-old kid, this was when I was working as a research fellow, the quote unquote, any uh, issues that people have about understanding that I created email when I was 14 back in 1978 has nothing to do with the facts. You know, I wrote 50,000 lines of code to convert the old fashioned inner office mail system. Remember the inbox, outbox folders, an entire way people communicated. I converted that entire system into 50,000 lines of code. And I named that system email, a term I was to create and then I got the first US copyright on it at a time when that was the only way to protect software inventions. But the most important thing is email is a system. It's not simply exchanging text messages. Uh, the idiots at Wikipedia seem not to be able to understand this. So they have to do racist hit jobs and no one should, by the way, donate that organization anything. It's, they don't do, they do fake history. They don't really do anything historical. But anyway, email was invented by a 14 year old kid me before I came to MIT. But the reason I bring this up is the invention of email also occurred in a system. It didn't occur in the system of big tech, you know, big uh, military or big corporations. It didn't, it occurred in a small university by the triangle of a loving family who supported a young kid so I could travel 30 miles to work at Rutgers Medical School when I was 14, uh, uh, high school teachers who changed, public school teachers who changed the rules so I could, work there and, and a mentor. And by the way, many of you have asked, I'm gonna be starting a series in about a month. Once a month, I'm gonna teach a class for young kids. And it's gonna be uh, the seven secrets of innovation. Um, my goal is to educate young people how they can um, really find, uh, there's a method to innovate and how you as parents can help them. So that's gonna be starting in about uh, four months, but uh, uh, I'm sorry, about a month. 
But the invention of email occurred in some very interesting circumstances. It occurred in this system. It occurred in a system where I was given access to, I was given freedom, right? I was smart and I worked hard. So people at this university gave me freedom to work on their computer systems. They gave me infrastructure. And in that environment, freedom and infrastructure is where innovation took place. And this is why the founders of the United States were very specific on the First Amendment and the Second Amendment. That was freedom. They created an amazing patent system to protect small inventors, innovation. And then they created infrastructure. And a lot of the infrastructure is being destroyed in the United States. The United States, by the way, only has a D as a D in infrastructure now globally. Okay. Massachusetts is an F minus minus. It's quite ironic where MIT and Harvard are. And relative to freedom, we're destroying freedom by with a lot of the censorship that goes on. So when you constrict freedom and you constrict infrastructure, only quote unquote, the big guys are gonna be able to create. Um, email was done by a young kid outside of the military industrial complex, and this bothers some people. But anyway, I wanted to show you this diagram because you can start, uh, uh, you can start seeing that this is a system, okay? Innovation, freedom, and infrastructure. And you're gonna see the importance of this when you when you start learning the foundations of systems, you're gonna see the importance of this, but this is a very, very important diagram uh, as you'll find out once you, uh, you, you yourself go through the systems training. The other thing, if you go to the website, um, my recent invention is Cytosolve. Cytosolve is a very powerful invention which allows us to mathematically model disease on the computer and eliminate animal testing. So. Um, this is a technology that I recently did for my PhD work. Actually, it's not so recent. It seems like yesterday, 2007, I finished my PhD. And for the last 16 years, we've been developing Cytosolve. We've been validating. We've published papers in all the major journals. We've helped a lot of companies who do natural products development really help them uh, understand if they're starting to combine ingredients that they work or not, separating snake oil from reality, okay? So that's Cytosolve. So when we talk about Boswellia serrata, we've applied Cytosolve to really understand what it does. So what is Boswellia serrata? So Boswellia serrata, um, I wanna share with you, is a it's called Indian frankincense, okay? It's grown in dry mountainous regions of India, North Africa and Middle East. So if you've heard of, you know, the, uh, the uh, Three wise men, remember the story of, uh, of Jesus' birth, they brought him frankincense. Well, um, this is what we're talking about. The uh, the Indian frankincense, Boswellia serrata, is what was brought uh, to Christ among the various other gifts that were uh, bought when he uh, was born. Someone said, Dear Shiva, you proposed post supplements to boost your immune system for the coronavirus, but we're very hard to find. Can you? Uh, an agent for people who can find it. Yeah, I'll make sure that gets put up. Someone just asked about that, I'll put that up, okay? So anyway, so if we look at Boswellia serrata, Boswellia serrata is this, um, it, it's not, a, it's, it's, you can call it a herb, but it's more specifically, um, it's the resin, it's a gum resin. So, you know, from the gum tree where um, um, rubber comes out of, so, this like that is a resin. It's a very sticky, sappy thing. Okay, so if you if you go to your pine tree outside, or I'm sure you have different trees wherever you are in the world. The sap that comes out that's called a gugul, G-U-G-G-U-L. Um, in uh, 
uh, a botanical medicine that's called a gum resin and it's extracted from the bark. Now this has been employed in traditional medicine for over 2,700 years. And you know, when it dries, you get, it, it becomes this hard sort of crystalline structure, but it's a gum resin. That's what Basilia serrata is, Indian frankincense. Uh, just to give you an idea, it's an emerging dietary supplement. Um, unlike what we saw with uh, hyaluronic acid or what we saw with uh, glucosamine, that had nearly close to what? If you remember that had close to 30 or 40,000 papers written on this. In the case of this, we don't have as many papers written on this. We have about 699 papers written on it, quite a number of clinical trials, close to 27 different clinical trials, have uh, 57 different clinical trials over 52 years. That means about one clinical, clinical trial per year, a lot of clinical trials, but not that many major research papers relative to the other, still a good amount, 699, all right? So, um, Someone said, I'd like to request translations of your presentations and how to innovate into Vietnamese and Spanish. Randall Evans, please email me vashiva at vashiva.com. And we have some people doing that, but I wanna update you on that. So anyway, so Boswellia serrata uh, has a, a, a number of clinical trials on it and it's reasonably studied, but not as much as hyaluronic acid and uh, you know the others we talked about. But that's why we call it an emerging dietary supplement. Um, as you know, when we do research using Cytosolve, we don't take a, uh, by the way, you can see on this graph right here, very little research in the last 15 years, you can see the explosive amount of research that's been done on Basilia. People are very interested in this, but in order for you to understand all of this, how would you understand all of this, right? Because there's a lot of data in there. So what we do with Cytosolve is we can take all of those papers and first of all, we can organize it in a profoundly cool way. And I think this diagram expresses it well. First of all, we get all those papers. Then we organize them, meaning we found the papers that have to do with joint health, right? That's curating. And if they're written in decent journals or they were garbage, so we do an analysis. Then from those papers, we extract out these molecular pathways, which are little ball and stick diagrams, which really show the chemical chemical reactions. So if you read a paper, somewhere in the paper, they'll have this ball and stick diagram, these chemical reactions. So what we try to do at Cytosol, we try to get that out. So now that gives us a mechanistic understanding of what's going on. Then the next step we do is once we've gotten that, we then understand the overall system relative to joint health. And by the way, we've done this and I'll walk you through this. And then we can do mathematical models to figure out how well does the ingredients in, in this case, frankincense or boswellia affect those molecular pathways. So in many ways what we're doing is, first step is we're looking at all the literature, getting that, and that'll give us our first answer. If you go to most of these supplement companies right now and you say, oh, does frankincense work? They'll go, oh yeah. And, and then you'll say, show me something. And they'll only show you three or four papers. And this is why the pharmaceutical companies attack them because they really haven't done a research because the pharma guys will say, uh-uh, this paper says this. So the problem is we don't wanna be cherry picking. We wanna take a systems approach, which means to look at all of it. So Cytosol allows us to curate that literature and look at it. And that's one part, that's called bioinformatics, looking at the literature. The other piece that we can do is take all those molecular pathways and use Cytosol to mathematically model the chemical reactions. 
It's pretty cool. And with that, now we have a mathematical model of joint health with frank consent. So we can change the dosages and we can see how it affects different pathways, okay? So in this example, like I've done before, we'll do both, but we're gonna get a good understanding from the known science today. You really can't get this anywhere else. Uh, someone says, what do they say? I love this, yeah, I love the sense of, uh, the smell of frankincense, it's, it's, it's an awesome smell. It's, it's an awesome smell. By the way, is the screen blurry for everyone? Someone's saying the screen is blurry, is that true? Please come to UA and do a lecture series at my school. Yeah, so Michael, please email me at vashiva at vashiva.com and I'd love to come. Um, okay, so that's the way we do scientific research. So Cytosol is a way for getting to truth because we're not gonna cherry pick. Now, this is what I call a systems approach to even doing scientific research. The opposite of a systems approach is what I call reductionist, okay? Reductionist approach means you cherry pick. And, and cherry picking research is done not to get to truth, but to have a political agenda. And starting in 1970, the institutions of United States science, because of the passage of the Mansfield Amendment, became more and more institutionalized under two organizations, the NSF and the NIH. And because of that, both of those organizations are highly political organizations. By the way, Fauci is over at NIH, which means these two organizations controlled so much funding to universities that if you were a researcher at a university, you had to bow down and to beg to NIH and to NSF to get funding. And because of that, starting in 1970, science became a mediocre field. It became more about salesmanship, more about politics, less about science because you would cherry pick. So today there's nearly, you know, a couple billion dollars in climate change research. So if you want to make money, put, put CO2 as a problem to anything, do climate change and boom, you'll get funded. It's unfortunate. So that's why in many ways, Cytosol is revolutionary, even as a political weapon, because we don't we don't care what the academics think. We go look at what's actually going on. Okay. Someone says, let me. Uh, someone says the camera is blurry. What I'm going to do is I'm going to turn off the focus. Oh, it's autofocus. Should work. All right. Sorry about that. All right. Um. All right. So let's go back. So. Um, so that's the importance of a systems approach. Now, this is the opposite, and you can teach your friends is this is the opposite of a systems approach. It's a blind man touching the elephant. And why is this important? Why is this important? It's the old story of the king who brings in the six blind men and he gives them an elephant and they're all touching it. The guy who touches a leg thinks it's a tr oak tree. The guy who touches a tail thinks it's a rope. The guy who touches a tusk thinks it's a spear. The guy who gets a trunk thinks it's a snake. So when you have people blinded by just focusing on parts in medicine or in politics, um, like with the election uh, systems, you can manipulate people because you only pick up one thing. You don't go to the heart of the issue. All right. And this is a way to, again, fool people. And that's called reductionism. What I want to teach all of you is systems approach. And I want to make you warriors for truth, freedom and health. And the way you get to that is understanding the foundations of systems. So 
This is what's called a reductionist approach. And what a reductionist approach leads you to something like this. It's sort of funny, and it's really not that funny, but um, this is what's going on in science right now. You have a bunch of fools, for example, looking at the entire complex climate system and saying, oh, we have to, CO2 is a problem. Complete idiocracy. They don't talk about lowering pollution. They talk about lowering CO2. And by the way, if you go below about 200 parts per million of CO2, everything on and Earth dies. So don't, they don't talk about this. The real issue is we got to lower pollution. The Paris Accords actually allows China to double their pollution from 11 billion metric tons of carbon to 22 billion metric tons of carbon. So this is a stupidity that's occurring in science today. They're doing the blind man approach, which is this approach, not and not a systems approach. Okay. So why for me a systems approach is really fascinating because I grew up in two worlds, and let me explain this. I grew up in the world of East and West, which means if you look at the left side, I grew up in understanding molecular systems, okay? I, I grew up in understanding how you integrate Eastern and Western systems, right? I mean, I grew up in understanding uh, Western systems on the left, which is what you would call the Western medical system. That was my PhD, understanding you know genes and proteins and large scale organization. And I mean, there's a whole language here. But I was fortunate because of my grandmother having an interest in studying Eastern medicine, I also learned this system of medicine, which is very different. It's not genes and proteins. It's words like vata, pitta, and kapha, which are used to figure out what kind of body you have, space, air, fire, water, chakras. And if you were to talk to a Western scientist about this, they'd laugh at you. They go, ha, 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 this is, you know, just nonsense. And they go, I understand this, but this must be garbage, okay? So when I finished my PhD in 2007, I went back to India to want to see if I could figure out what is Eastern systems of medicine. In fact, this appeared on the front page of MIT saying uh, I won a Fulbright Award. And I didn't share this with you, but I also wanted to share this. With you. This was another article which said East meets West, uh, armed with four degrees, Shiva Adre embarks on a new adventure. And this was written by the MIT News Office. So why is this, why is this interesting? MIT was fascinated why I wanted to go back to India after getting all my four degrees, starting all these companies, they thought, okay, he's probably gonna do another high tech, you know, a lucrative venture. Why is he wanting to take time off? And the reason I wanted to do that was I had seen with my own eyes, the benefits of, benefits of Western research, you know, the concept of biology and molecular biology, the amazing insights that could give us. But I also saw the insights that my grandmother could do by observing your face. She practiced a very different system of medicine where she would understand your body, um, had, had a certain constitution. So when she looked at your body, she would say, oh, you're a vatha, you're a pitta, you're a kapha. Okay, these are terms, or you're a vatha pitta. And based on that, she would figure out what kind of system you were, and then she would figure out the right foods and supplements for you. And then, by the way, in South India, this is called Siddha. In North India, it's called Ayurveda. But it was a systems-based approach to the body. So when I finished my PhD, I said, wow, maybe I can unravel it because I was convinced there was something definitely going on there because I saw her in that small village heal many people and I wanted to find the relationship. So that took me back to India for two years. Um, it was a big uh, commitment of time, but I found out that in the big aha I had, which I talk about in the course, um, which I teach every week, is that if you use these concepts, transport, conversion, and storage, this is how the Western world understands everything in the universe. And that's called the science of systems. And I can teach anyone that in literally about an hour to two, okay? 
So the science of systems, we understand the interaction of the transport of energy, the conversion of energy, or the storage or the structural aspects. Well, guess what? What I discovered, and this is a short version of this, that what my, the terms my grandmother used, vata, pitta, and kapha, were no different than transport, conversion, and storage. And this was a huge discovery because what I could be able to do was truly intersect Eastern and Western medicine and open up a huge gateway. And that was really what my research was about. And so when I got back to the United States, um, and some of you are interested in this, there's a whole course program. Uh, it's an advanced course program I created that's been now taught all over the world to medical doctors, naturopaths. Um, you can be anyone, you don't have to be any of those. Call Systems Health, it's at systemshealth.com. There's a whole master certification program involving 25 to 40 hours of course material where you can learn why yoga works, how these different meditation forms work, and you can actually get certified. You get a whole curriculum as a part of this, and you can get certified as a health system certificate, okay? And part of this understanding is what I share with people is that not only um, this course is about the health side, but not only is there an interconnection between tr transport, conversion, and storage, but transport, conversion, and storage, transport, movement, right? Conversion and storage are related to freedom, truth, and health. Truth, freedom, and health are no different than conversion, transport, and storage, and so on. So this is quite profound, and that I put into a new course called the Foundations of Systems, which is a much shorter course, but anyone can take it, and that's the foundation of truth, freedom, and health. So what I'm sharing with you is when you take a systems approach, you can understand the essence of anything in the universe. And if we're going to build a revolutionary movement to change the world, to get to truth, freedom, and health, you have to get educated on the science of systems. And I think we have about nearly 3,000 people in the, since November have gone through the course. It's quite amazing. And then we want to take, once you have that education, I want to unleash you guys in your local communities so you can educate people so they break the ridiculous mindset of Republican and Democrat, black and white, left and right. A systems approach will always get you the truth, okay? A non-systems approach, the blind man, will allow you to be manipulated one day by Trump, another day by Bernie, one day by Kennedy, another day by Obama, and so on. And that's what's been happening in this country. We have not taught people a political physics, which is grounded in hardcore science, and that's what truth, freedom, and health is. So I always play my video here at this point so everyone understands why I do this. And if you go to vashiva.com slash join, you can understand this. But our goal is to get you educated, to build community, and get you activated. And I'll come back to this. Let me play the, the video. The video is essential. It's part of our mantra that we do here. Truth, freedom, and health. Truth, freedom, and health. Truth, freedom, and health. And I want you to become a truth, freedom, and health warrior. Um, at 7 p.m., I go until 10 p.m. It's a very uh, awesome course, but our goal is to educate people on the physics. You don't have to go to MIT. I can train you in about three hours, and you have a lot of course material. So let me just go to our video so everyone understands what is this movement about, and more importantly, you'll understand that there is a science, there's a physics to this, and I want all of you to take advantage of this. You know, I used to teach this course all over the world, charging thousands of dollars. I've made it so affordable for everyone and, and people are really indigent. We all, uh, uh, we give scholarships, but bottom line, this, this course is taught on our platform without big tech. And 
a lot of people wanted to contribute, support. When you contribute, it's awesome, but I don't feel ever good taking something for nothing. So when you contribute, I and depending on your commitment level to the courses you can take, I give you educational content. So let me um, start this video here and hope you guys enjoy it. We have allowed our country to be taken over from within. And the end goal is you will have a homogenized world where we will become slaves because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you, deep down inside them, that you don't deserve the freedoms you have. They don't. This reality is what people need to wake up to, and we need to all unite working people. There's only one movement that can do that, and that is the movement that we started creating here in Massachusetts, the movement for truth, freedom, and health. Look, I've been a student of politics since I was a four-year-old kid studying revolutionary movements, left wing, right wing. There is a physics, there's a nuclear science to destroying the establishment. To build a bridge, you need to understand Newton's equation. You need to understand the laws of gravity. You need to understand Poisson's ratio. There is a way to build a revolution. And that's why I put this together. My goal is to train a army of truth, freedom and health leaders. We don't need followers like social media, we need leaders, but they, they need training because the educational system does not teach them history, nothing. So in three hours, that's what I've started doing. That's the solution. We wow. got to train people. First with understanding what a system is. The second is understanding the interconnection between truth, freedom, and health. Freedom is the ability to move freely, communicate freely, right? Talk freely. Without freedom, you cannot convert ideas, hypothesis into truth, which is science. And without freedom, you can't really get to truth. And without truth, you make up fake problems and fake solutions, which means you destroy our health. And without health, which is the infrastructure of us and our body, you can't fight for freedom. Third concept is it has to be bottoms up, working people, people who work united. And what the right wing has done is whenever you say working people unite, that must be communist. Meanwhile, they've let the Democrats run unions, which suppress workers, completely corrupt. But when you look at the arc of American history, it's been when working people came up. We need to go local. Every solution I'm coming up with as a part of this movement, we're giving the science, which is the truth, and then we tell people what they can do on the ground. Like with election fraud, you don't need to wait for some lawyer. Our goal is to train people. They have to go local, to go local, to go local, fight locally. Forget lawyers, forget politicians, forget celebrities. We've got to learn politics, and there is a science to it. They lock us down, we should be ready to shut them down. And the fourth part of this principle is a not-so-obvious establishment. So when you look at a system, there's always something that disturbs you from getting to your goal. Well, the biggest disturbance is a not-so-obvious establishment, which are those people who claim they're for you, on the left and the right, the Al Sharptons who tell black people I'm for you, the Tucker Carlsons. Do you think any true anti-establishment person will ever be on Fox or CNN? I don't think so. They both mislead working people back into the establishment without... This solid understanding of political physics and theory, you're screwed. You're going to follow on the, the left wing, Bernie Sanders. Oh, he said something. Or Robert Kennedy, scumbags. Or you're going to follow, you know, some right wing talk show host. They're not going to lead us to liberation. It's us. And that political physics, it's a nuclear science of change. Bottoms up. We have to organize to understand that there is people who talk a good game and look at what they actually do, left and right. I'm sorry, Sean Hannity may say some good things, but I don't see the urgency in his voice to get something done. And it can only come when you weaponize yourself with the right knowledge. You need to be able to identify a rat. You know, Christ didn't go after the Romans, right? It was the Pharisees and the Sadducees who screwed him up. 
his own quote-unquote people. And that's where we're at. So these four concepts I've built into a curriculum. People can go to vashiva.com, and it's an educational program. We need to train people in political theory. You need to have physics, and I've created that curriculum. People need to get educated. We need to get educated fast. And within half an hour, an hour, I can teach people two years of MIT control systems. I teach people those concepts. When I apply it, anyone can understand it. And then you say, oh, I got to build a bottoms-up movement. They have to get politically astute, and then they have to go locally and act, not sit there on social media. They have to act locally, defy locally, do civil obedience locally, but with knowledge on how to build a movement. And the Senate campaigns expanded to the movement for truth, freedom, and health, and they can find it on V as in Victor A. Shiva, vashiva.com, so people can sign in, they can get access to a bunch of videos. If they want to take a course and become a truth, freedom, and health leader, I offer a full scholarship there, but we want people to make a commitment that they'll study, that they'll get certified, that they'll go do activities on the ground. So go to vashiva, Victory America Shiva, vashiva.com. All right, I'm going to do one thing here for our folks in Instagram world. We should make sure that they don't get cut off. So I'm going to connect their Instagram uh, to, hold on, so they don't get cut off here. There we go. Sorry about that, everyone. All right, yeah, we're good. All right, there we go. All right, um, so let's go back now um, to our talk. Stop this. So by the way, when you go to the the uh, when you go to the website, you'll find out in the interest of time. I took some screenshots from the website so you guys can see it much more easier. It's a little bit easier to see this, okay? And you'll see that on the website we have a bunch of capabilities there. I'm not sure what's going on here. Sorry, people on Instagram. Uh, Oh, I see what's going on there. Okay, there you go. Is that better? Great. Okay, and what you'll see here, um, when you go to the site, vashiva.com slash join, where you can sign up, there are three things. You get all the tools when you log in to get educated, so you, you, can, you can get access to the, all the courses. And this is a central diagram that we focus on in the course. Once you understand this diagram, you'll understand the science of systems. It's about two years of MIT knowledge packed into one hour. The second thing is you're gonna understand how you can apply those principles to understand your body as a system. And in that case, I'll, I give you access to a tool called Your Body, Your System. It's a tool that took me about 20 years to develop. And you can actually use this tool to integrate Eastern and Western medicine. You can understand how the different kinds of um, phenomenon that, uh, who, basically what kind of system you are. And so you answer these questions, this red dot will move 
throughout the uh, triangle based on what kind of system you are. My red dot may be here, yours may be here, someone else's may be here. This is called your natural system state. The black dot, once you answer another set of questions, uh, is how you're feeling today. Let's say you had jet lag or you didn't get enough sleep. The red, the black dot will move. And the purpose of health, this is your goal, is to move the black dot here. And it teaches you all different kinds of foods, how foods affect you. This is quite powerful because from a systems perspective, what we want to teach people, it's like you. there's the forces of motion, there's the forces of conversion, and then the forces of, let's say, storage. So, for example, in your body, digestion is a force of conversion, okay? Motion, um, like bowel movement, that's transport, okay? Or storage, fat storage. So, transport, conversion, and storage, which, which occur in Western engineering theory, also occur everywhere in the universe. And that was a discovery that I made. But what I've done with this very simple, powerful tool, took me 20 years to write, is I've interconnected east, east and west. That's called your body, your system. And by the way, anyone who signs up as a Truth, Freedom and Health Warrior gets that tool. People, if they become a supporter, get it. Uh, members don't, they get access to other things. But the tool allows you to start really recognizing your body as a system and how these three energies of transport, conversion and storage move through your body and how food, et cetera, affects your body, okay? So that's one important part of it. The other piece of it is you get access to a bunch of eBooks, which teach you the theory, okay? Not only of systems and revolution, but how it applies to your body, your system, and the science of everything. Then, just like the one I'm gonna do with Boswellia right now, there's uh, Cytosol reports on turmeric, ginger, and then there's this amazing paper that shows you the integration of East and West. Um, and those of you, that's just the first part. Then I want you to build community. You get access to the forum where you can there's all different forum topics. You, this also works on your iPhone and your and your Android. You can log in and you can participate in lively discussions independent of big tech. For those of your truth, freedom and health warriors, we also give you the opportunity to create your own quote unquote VA Shiva social media page. You can join a group. You can interact with others very much like Facebook. And then you can get activated, which means not only are you educated, not only have community, but we have flyers and information that you can pass out to your local community, like um, how to, you can teach people the importance of oral health and how masks are affecting it, the science and the public health implications. Same thing with vaccines. We want to go beyond vax, anti-vax. What are the real issues of health, which is boosting immunity? And vaccines for all basically is based on the notion everyone has the same body type, okay? And by the way, anyone who contributes 100 or more gets all of those tools. People who contribute 25, um, uh, they get access to system and revolution the tool. And by the way, anyone can join for anything. So you get access to the forum and other things. But this is a way of me uh, repaying you guys back or being re reciprocal by giving you education. All right. So let's go to Boswellia Serrata. Um, Boswellia Serrata, as I mentioned earlier on, is a very interesting herb. It includes, it is what I call Indian frankincense. It's grown on the dry mountainous regions. It's a functional component, it's a gum resin, and it's employed in traditional medicine for over 2,700 years. So when you think about this, oops, let me make this a little smaller, right? So when you think about this, um, Boswellia serrata re really is composed of five major component components. Some of you um, who are looking at the cannabis space, okay? If you're into cannabis, you may have heard of terpenes. Terpenes are these very, very powerful molecules. Um, they occur... Um, in different kinds of resins, okay? 
um, but terpenes are what um, is uh, uh, predominant in Boswellia. So it has the monoterpenes, the diterpenes, the diterpene alcohol, which is the alcohol version of it, triterpenes, and triterpenic acid. So you have various organic compounds, the terpenes, the alcohol version, and the and the triterpenes. So let me look at some of these. I, I, I really enjoy looking at these chemical structures, um, having studied biochemistry, but what you see here, they're pretty cool structures. So here's B-boswellic acid, B-A. Here's acetyl-boswellic acid. Here's keto-beta, sorry, beta-boswellic acid, acetyl-11-keto-beta-boswellic acid. Again, this is beta-boswellic acid, acetyl-beta-boswellic acid. So these, are, these four boswellic acids um, have the proven functional benefit. So, so remember, there are many, many different components in frankincense, but these four components are the ones when people do their research that they focused on. I mean, there could be others, science constantly advances, but these are the four things that, um, that, that, that we're going to talk about and the effects that they have. Okay. So, um, so what are the biological effects of these components? Okay. Well, the first biological effect that we need to understand is anti-inflammatory. Okay. Anti-hyperlipidemic. Okay. We'll talk about this is uh, very good for burning fat. Anti-atherosclerotic, right? For people who have atherosclerosis, heart things, analgesic. And some of you who've smelled it, I uh, know it has sort of a very calming effect. It's against pain. Hepatoprotective, which means it protects the liver, and diuretic, which means if you consume it, um, if, if you if you're having problems urinating, it'll get water out of your system. But anti-inflammatory, anti-hyperlipidemic, anti-atherosclerotic, analgesic hepatoprotective and diuretic, okay? And again, this is coming from the known science. Next, let's go over to looking at how cytosol, oh, by the way, here are the health benefits. This is the biological benefits, which means what it does, and here are the health benefits. It's been used for, again, 2,700 years in these various areas, diarrhea, dysentery, ringworms, fevers, mouth sores, bronchitis, and asthma. All right, these are the different health benefits where it's been used. So when we apply Cytosol, some of you are new to Cytosol, Cytosol is a technology I built for my PhD work. And I originally was looking at the way that pharmaceutical companies build, they take a synthetic compound, you know, which doesn't occur in nature. By the way, all of these compounds that I just showed you here, these occur in nature. These are not pharmaceutical compounds, okay? These are naturally occurring compounds. Pharmaceutical companies in this example, they actually take a compound that never existed, synthesized. They will throw a bunch of cancer cells in a test tube, see if it does anything. If it does, they'll get funding and they'll go kill a bunch of animals, unfortunately. And this takes around six years. Then they get FDA allowance to go do phase one, phase two, phase three human trials. What's interesting is you'll see that less than 20% of the stuff entering that phase one even makes it, which means a lot of the mistakes are made here. So they'll spend six years and they'll find out the stuff doesn't work. $5 billion, 13 years. And I thought, wow, pharmaceutical companies would love to use Cytosol because I can help tell them don't go kill animals. Or for example, don't even do this because it's never going to work. Um, and by the way, what's happening with pharmaceutical, they spend more and more and more money R&D on using this archaic process. And even the FDA is not allowing their drugs to get out there. And the reason this curve is important is you need to understand that 
pharmaceutical companies are actually tanking. This is why the vaccine future is so important to them because vaccines are biologics. They don't have to go through that regulatory process. They don't have to go through that rigorous testing and pharmaceutical companies can get sued for pharmaceutical products. However, however, for these kinds of products, which are biologics, and because thanks to the Kennedys, Ted Kennedy, for example, he sponsored a bill which says you cannot sue a pharmaceutical company. This is the United States in court. You have to take them to a vaccine court and you can only get $250,000 liability if something happens to your child, let's say. So that was brought to you by the Kennedys. Um, but bottom line is that it's a huge opportunity for pharma companies because they can, you know, they have essentially it's like the wild west for them. Okay. They can go out there and push stuff out there. And, and then this is why the vaccine market is so important for them because pharmaceutical companies are actually failing right now. They're, uh, and that's why vaccines are like their Messiah for them to help them. So my interest was, Hey, I could help Cytosol could help eliminate the need for animal testing. The other thing is in 2003, I've shared this before, when the Human Genome Project started, we thought we had about 100,000 genes and we knew a worm had 20,000. But when the Genome Project ended, it turns out we only have 20,000 genes. This led to a field called systems biology saying, look, the nucleus isn't everything. It's not the genes to us make we are, but the genes over here give rise to proteins. And in order to understand the whole human being, the organs, we have to intersect all of these chemical reactions inside the human cell. And one of the ideas was imagine if you could mathematically model all of those chemical reactions, like for different diseases, then you could theoretically use the computer long before, you know, we funded research to really understand what was going on. So that really led um, to 2003 when I came back to MIT to the development of cytosol. So I come back to MIT. I love this problem. And by the way, this is a molecular pathway. So when, you, when, when we take a lot of the literature, we find these little pathways. These can be converted to mathematical models, which you can compute. Cytosol is a way that you can, you can integrate infinite number of these mathematical models to create large scale models of molecular mechanisms. And we've created a whole environment in the last 16 years. We work with major research institutions. We publish papers, et cetera, okay? And so cytosol fundamentally can take many compounds we can test it in silico on the computer long before we waste our time in killing animals over here. And by the way, this is how we build airplanes, right? We test stuff on the computer. We don't just throw a pilot in a test flight. We eliminate all the mistakes. So we reduce an amount of deaths. All right. So now what I just shared with you is the power of cytosol. So when it comes to joint health, about three years ago, I was asked to give a, a lecture uh, at the Arthritis Foundation International um, meeting. And uh, I gave a whole dis discussion about Cytosolvit's power. Three of the leading researchers in the world on joint health and osteoarthritis were very excited. And they said, Dr. Shiva, we would like to fund you to use Cytosol to map out all the molecular pathways of joint health or uh, osteoarthritis, which is a bigger field. And so it was awesome, right? Uh, we, we get to do what we love. We also get paid to do it. And uh, so the Arthritis Foundation gave us this uh, great grant along with the University Health Network of Canada. Great group of people, some of the smartest people in the field. But what we could do with Cytosol, it would take them, you know, 100 graduate students we did in about a couple of years. 
So we looked at nearly 22,000 papers that were written on osteoarthritis. We curated all those papers, which had to do with human knee arthritis, which is around six to 7,000 papers. And from those, we extracted every molecular reaction. So think about that. And then we interconnected all of that, okay, to create the first molecular systems map of osteoarthritis. Quite revolutionary, quite radical. And then we did something even more radical. And so this holding on to that knowledge for ourselves, we published it and we gave it to the world. So you can go access it, any researcher, anywhere in any university, any academia, any citizen scientist can do it. Because our idea is if we publish this interconnected systems approach, maybe some person in a village who's studying has access to the internet will discover something about some herb, et cetera. So that's what we've done. But using this map, we've started modeling pieces. We've started finding our own combinations. MB25 is one of our new uh, products that we've just discovered. It's quite amazing. Um, but um, so what, what's happened is when I talk to you about joint health, I'm going to walk you through um, one of the things we did was we published this paper called Molecular Systems Architecture of Human Knee uh, Osteoarthritis, a research collaboration. We published this um, you can get the research paper, but we've also open sourced it. It's part of our open science project. So if I go here, let me go to this. I can share with you the actual website and you're welcome to go there on your own and explore. By the way, this is absolutely a huge public service that we've done uh, for the world. So if we go to uh, cytosol.com slash human knee osteoarthritis, sorry about this. You can go here. And by the way, the paper's right here. You can download it. And then we can literally click on this graph right here and we can go right into this. So you can read the paper, um, but we've also made this accessible to anyone on the planet. So you can go here. You can sort of, you know, go to the osteophytes, which are a tissue. You can go to the ligands on it, which are the things that land on it. You can look at different cytokines, for example, I1 beta, and you can find the different things that it, it interacts with. There's not that much research on that. But if you go to something like cartilage over here, you'll find out there's quite a bit of research. Cartilage has chondrocytes, which are the cells, chondrocytes, many different um, molecules, which are ligands can interact with that. So for example, the cytokines, there's a whole range of cytokines. For example, here's TNF alpha, a very, very inflammatory cytokine. We can go here and we can look at um, you know, the stress effect it has, then you can literally go into this and you can find out all the molecular pathways involved in that, right? So TNF alpha causes ERN1, and then you can click this and it'll bring you over to the actual paper having to do with that. So that's a, it's, it's a simple example, but we can also get more complicated than this. We can look at something, another cytokine, which is very, very re well-researched called IL-1 beta. All these are the molecules that upregulate it. Here is MMPP13, which I've looked at before. Here's COX-2. Uh, for example, when you take Advil, it has, it has a, uh, it, COX-2 causes inflammation. And if you go here, we can start looking at the different things that COX-2 is involved in. Okay, so if I go here, oops, I wonder what's going on here. Oh, okay, let me go. I, actually, I'm gonna go here to MMPP13 and we're gonna look at the catabolic effect. And in the catabolic effect, you can see that there are, uh, hold on. I wonder if we have an up, update going on. Oh, okay, 
cartilage, chondrocytes, ligands, okay, cytokines, uh, one beta. Okay, here we go. Okay, so we can look at all of these different molecules and you can look at the different effects that they have. So here's IL-1 beta, which creates MMPP9. And you can look at the ways that different molecules interact and they stop their interaction. So for example, this is an example. Um, this is a root ex extract of Wogenin, which actually suppresses IL-1. So basically this is a very powerful way for you to understand all the research that's been done in a graphical way on uh, osteoarthritis. So what we did here was for the sake of this example, we took uh, those that entire systems map and we went and looked at, okay, what are the key things that affect joint health? And what you'll find out is the key things which I've talked about before to keep it consistent, inflammation, oxidative stress, cartilage degeneration and cartilage regeneration. So if you wanna have great joint health, you don't wanna have inflammation, right? You don't, so these are those pathways. You don't wanna have oxidative stress, okay? You don't want to have cartilage degeneration. So these are those molecular pathways, but you want to regenerate your cartilage. That would be a good thing. And so the red arrows mean you want to downregulate these and you want to increase cartilage regeneration. There are two molecules, PGE2 and LTB4, which are indicators of inflammation in your body. These are molecules. ROS is reactive oxygen species, which is an indicator of oxidative stress. Cartilage degeneration, MMPP13 and collagen 2 for cartilage regeneration. So Boswellia serrata, what's its effect on joint health? Well, let's jump right in. Well, this is what the research shows. This is what's quite uh, valuable. Out of all those things, Boswellia serrata, Indian frankincense, has a very powerful effect in lowering inflammation, okay? So our research shows it's really powerful at lowering inflammation. And, um, and it's one of the mechanisms. That's why someone wrote up there. I think one of you said, hey, I take Boswellia with turmeric. That's a very good combination. Turmeric lowers inflammation. Boswellia lowers inflammation. Now, with Cytosolve, we can actually figure out the dosages. We can run through billions of computations figuring out the right dosage. That's what's cool about Cytosolve versus trying to, you know, hand, um, you know, hand wave it. And uh, beta BA and AKBA from Boswellia lower inflammation. So remember what I shared with you, let me just go back. There are two molecules here that lower inflammation. Let me just go back to this. If you remember, it's, let me go back, 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 back. Sorry. Um, it's, maybe I have it here. Okay, here it is. Sorry about this. I should have put this slides there for you so you could have seen it a little bit better. I apologize. But it's these two molecules, okay? So beta, and this one, okay, AKBA, so ACBA and uh, boswellic acid, okay, BA, okay? These are the two things that what we find has the most important effects in lowering inflammation. So, you know, some people do extracts. So if you're looking for boswellic acid and you're looking at a supplement, what you wanna look at from this research is, you want, I'm sorry, I'm going back to the other thing. Sorry about this. Um, uh, there we go. Okay. So it's beta BA and AKBA. So if you're looking at a supplement that's out there on the market, make sure they have the high values of AKBA or beta BA 
or you want to know the percentages because that'll let you know if it has a potent materials in it. Okay. And by the way, just a note here, one of the things we want to understand is herbs are grown in all different conditions. Trees, all these uh, uh, herbal supplements occur in different conditions. And this is one of the problems with standardization. You could grow something in, in the northern regions in Africa, and they could have very different compositions of these active molecules. So that's why some people like to get the extracts, because then you can standardize those. It's called a standardized extract, okay? So that's a, a subtlety, but it's something important to understand on why standardization can be valuable. But boswellia, beta BA, beta boswellic acid, and um, acetyl, if you remember, keto uh, boswellic acid, these two things stop inflammation. Well, how do they work? Well, our research shows that they affect, we're gonna now explore what, how it affects PG2 and LTB4, okay? So boswellic serrata, if you look at the bioinformatics, looking at the literature, et cetera, and analyzing it using cytosol, boswellic acid, these two molecules, AKBA and beta-BA, again, those are the two things in boswellic acid. Now, the inflammatory cytokine TNF-alpha, TNF-alpha is a hallmark of joint disease. So right there, TNF-alpha. TNF-alpha promotes five locks in COX-2. So TNF-alpha through AKT and NF-kappa-beta, so five locks leads to production uh, LTB4 production. And so you notice AKT produces NF-kappa-beta. NF-kappa-beta produces five locks in COX-2. And this produces LTB4 and PG2. These are the two criminals here that invade your body and they cause, or they, they cause joint inflammation, okay? So five locks leads to LTB4 and COX-2 leads to PG2, right? This leads to this, this leads to this. And AKB and beta-B from Boswellia serrata right here, what do they do? They block it, okay? That's what this means, it blocks it, okay? And Boswellia serrata lowers inflammation through doing two things, it down-regulates this and this, and that's how you do it. But it is because it's, it's hitting this pathway. It's not hitting TNF-alpha directly, it's hitting AKT. So just to step back again, what I just shared with you is that is a bioinformatics side. The bioinformatics side says, okay, it looks like from all the literature and all the analysis that Boswellia serrata hits the AKT pathway with both those two components. But now with Cytosol, not only can we do that, we can go even deeper. We can mathematically model this to figure out even further to get to even closer to truth, okay? It's a system within a systems approach, okay? So here we do the computational analysis on the y-axis we're looking at LTB4 which is a biomarker if you remember right here of five locks and we're giving different dosages 2.5 to 5 milligrams per day we're increasing the dosage of AKBA in the product dose and what you're seeing is yes def definitively it drops okay it goes from about 48.4 micromolar and it reduces to around here, around 47, okay? Um, so it has some effect. So LTB4 levels reduced with increasing in AKBA. That's one of the nutrients. Then we looked at what AKBA does to PG2. And what we see here, it doesn't do much. So under control conditions, so the remember there's two components, AKBA and uh, BA, okay? I'm sorry, beta BA. So it looks like the beta BA component really reduces inflammation 
but the AKBA does not does not does not do a lot on PGE two. All right. Then we looked at beta BA on LTBE four. Right. So this was AKBA. Beta BA drops it. Okay, and it's reduced, but it has low to moderate. Look, it goes from forty eight point four three to forty. It's relatively low. Okay, um, and it doesn't do that much for PGE two. So our conclusion is that it's the LTB4 inflammation that it actually reduces, and that's done through, remember there's two components, AKBA or beta-BA, it's AKBA. AKBA is what really reduces the inflammation um, in, in the joints. So, so what, am I, what am I saying here? What I'm trying to say here is that if you really step back and look at this, there are two components, as you can see here, the AKBA and beta-BA. So the AKBA is what seems to have a powerful effect from not only the bioinformatics analysis, but from the computational analysis and lowering inflammation. So in summary, we'll come back to this again, the Boswellia serrata lowers inflammation. It doesn't really do a lot for oxidative stress or cartilage degeneration or cartilage regeneration. So if you're looking at a joint health product and they say, oh, we're gonna give you frankincense, it's gonna do wonders for joint health. Just remember, that's to reduce the inflammation, okay? It's not gonna do everything for you. So that's something important to realize, and that's what the analysis here shows. But more importantly, it is the AKBA, okay? So if you're looking at supplements with boswellic acid, I mean, um, uh, with uh, frankincense, make sure it has a lot of the AKBA in, in the conditions that it was grown, because that'll give you much more of a powerful effect, all right? Um, let's see how our people over here are doing. All right. So let me see one second here. Uh, there we go. Okay. So now I want to wrap up and I want to introduce, which we've done today. So if you think about what we've done over the last, I think, five or six days, we began with MSM. Then we did chondroitin. Then we did hyaluronic acid. Um, then we did what? Glucosamine. Uh, I forget what we did yesterday. Uh, um, we did, uh, I forget what we did yesterday. Today we did, um, maybe covered all of them. Today we did uh, frankincense, right? Um, all of these have different effects and all of them hit different pathways. But one of the reasons no one ever takes any one thing is a joint, as we're finding, is, a, is, is itself a system. When your joint has problems, it not only has pain, it has inflammation. The cartilage may be degenerating. You may want to regenerate it. So all those four systems you want to support. And that's the synergy principle. So I want to, and this is a systems principle. So in, 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 in the teachings that I teach, I want to impress on you that if you want to just get truth, oh, I just want to understand science. Okay, that's interesting. Oh, I just want to have freedom. I want the First Amendment, I want the Second Amendment. Okay, that's interesting. Oh, I just want to be, uh, you know, super healthy. So some people just want health. Some people just want freedom. Some people just want truth. But the reality is you're never going to get all the truth. You're never going to get all the health you deserve. You're never going to get all the freedom if all of these aren't interconnected. Because with freedom affects truth and health. Truth affects freedom and health and health affects truth and freedom. Okay. They're interconnected. That's why our movement for truth, freedom and health is built on a scientific principle of synergy. 
So I'll give you a biological example of that to make this more than apparent. So um, some of you may know, you know, people, my grandmother and other yogis would do this kind of combination of herbs, okay? So if you looked at one of the herbs called turmeric, which is the ingredient in a lot of Indian foods and curry powder, it's one of the ingredients. Here we've looked at the outer circle is a cell wall, the inner circle is a nuclear wall. And I'm looking at all the ways in which turmeric interacts at the molecular level to lower inflammation. Similarly, I can do that with resveratrol. Look at all those ways it intersects, okay? And then with cytosol, we're able to see, well, how much turmeric should I take? How much resveratrol should I take? So if you go to the bottles on a lot of these health food stores, they're putting combinations together, but they're ad hocing it. The revolution of cytosol is we can go through millions of computer models, millions of simulations to figure out what is the optimal combination so you're not taking too little, too, uh, not too less. So an example of that is this synergistic example we can do here. We can literally model inflammation in the body. So the right column is a variable of inflammation. You want it to go lower, which means you have less and less inflammation. Initially, I'm creating inflammation. And by the way, this is a in silico experiment we're doing on the computer, okay? On the computer, we are able to actually model without killing animals, right? So here, we're looking at all, no curcumin, no resveratrol, and I have high inflammation. Then I just give curcumin, you notice it drops. Then I just give resveratrol, that also drops, but not as much as curcumin. But look what happens when I do combinations. A little bit of curcumin, a little bit of resveratrol, Mind you, I'm doing 40% less curcumin, 60% less resveratrol, but look at the synergistic effect that it lowers inflammation even more profoundly. This is why food is medicine. And by the way, you know, a lot of supplement companies are selling turmeric. Okay, that's interesting. But one of the important things is traditional medicines, like curry powders, not just turmeric, it's a little bit of turmeric, a little bit of coriander, a little bit of cumin, a little bit of cloves. It's a combination. So you don't need to eat this much turmeric. You eat a little bit because it has this synergistic effect. So, you know, medicine is ultimately an art. As my advisor, uh, Forbes Dewey said, and an information science. You need to know the information, but we need to have the art. Now, what Cytosol allows us to do, it, it, it lengthens that guesswork, so it makes the art even more compelling, okay? Cytosol is really an alchemist, okay? It's what my grandmother did using her intuition, cytosol is accessible where we can use it for everyone. So what I'm really pleased to talk about is that we use cytosol recently. Remember, I told you 2003 to seven is when I created the technology for my PhD work. 2007, around 12 or 13, I did a lot of paper writing. I had to prove to the scientific world this technology worked. We published in major journals like Nature and Cell and, you know, IEEE. And then I wanted to help a lot of companies. In fact, I wanted to go to the pharma guys and say, look, you can eliminate animal testing. I can help you find products that actually work without killing people. Well, we worked with a couple of them. They move very slow and they're really not interested in that. They follow a very different methodology. But I also love, as you know, nutritional products. So all of our clients are nutraceutical companies. They come to us. They have some combination of ingredients. They don't know if it works and we help them figure it out. We're like the alchemists. But more recently, over the last 16 years, we've built an amazing database of all different kinds of disease models, all different molecular models. So 
because you know pain and inflammation affects so many people we decided to apply cytosol to look at all different kinds of ingredients and could we find the best ingredients in the world and we ran through billions not billions trillions of computations and we discovered a very powerful product called mv25 and i want to share that with you which we've just recently launched and i've shared with you how exciting it is because um, and here's MB25. You can go online to vashiva.com to the shop right there and you can pre-order. I'll show you. But the label, um, it's got our branding and we're telling people, look, we're taking a systems approach, not a left approach, not a right approach, not a east approach, not a west approach. And MV means momentum, mass times velocity, momentum to move. And you can see it's a blend of bioflavonoids. In fact, got a patent pending on it. And what we can do here. Um, the back of the label is, uh, it says it all. It says Dr. Shiva's MB25 was formulated using the Cytosol Computational Systems Biology Platform, a technology for precision and personalized health, invented by Dr. Shiva during his doctoral research at MIT. This formulation results from integrating thousands of peer-reviewed scientific papers. So we went through thousands of papers, uh, you know, spanning four decades in 68 research institutions and computing trillions of potential combinations of biomolecular interactions to discover an optimal synergy of compounds that downregulate biomarkers of discomfort and normal swelling. Now, if you notice on the, on the front here, we say cytosol optimized, what does that mean? Cytosol optimized means this formula has been optimized to maximize benefits in bioavailability while minimizing toxicity based on current research curated by cytosol. As the science advances, so will this formulation. This is our promise. And I'll get back to that. But it's clean certified. It's made in the United States. And what we do is we want to, su we support our platform. You know, proceeds from this go to support the building out, out of our technology platform. Now, what I wanted to share with you is, oops, I'm sorry. I forgot to share that. Sorry about that. I always do this sometimes. Let me go here. So sorry for the people at home. What I shared with you was, here is where you can pre-order it. That's the label. And I walked you through the front of the label, NB25 Momentum to Move. Then I walked you through the back of the label, which really says Cytosol was formulated by looking at trillions of molecular interactions. And then, you know, it's clean certified. And we also have the fact that it supports truth, freedom, and health. All right. Now, one of the things here is from the promises standpoint here, I want to emphasize this. Look, science is constantly changing. If someone tells you this formula works forever, well, they're out of their mind or they're bullshitting you. Excuse my language. That's snake oil. The reality is science is constantly changing, just like your operating system on your iOS is constantly changing. So what we do at Cytosol is as the science changes, we update because we take a systems approach and we will formulate this product better and better and better. Basically, it's going to get better as the operating system improves, as the science gets better, which means our Cytosol operating system, okay, for research. And by the way, those of you, um, you're asking, where do you get it? Let me take you there. You can go right to, um, let me take you right here. If you go to, um, over here, you go to VA, Shiva.com. If you go right to Victor Alpha, VAShiva.com, Again, this is the same um, same tool that you use for the Truth, Freedom, and Health seminars and, and the courses. And you go right here where it says shop. 
So we just launched this and um, uh, we're getting a lot of people very excited. And so we've ordered a lot, it's on pre-order and we may have to manufacture more. So uh, make sure you order it soon so you get in line right away. But this is MV25, you can see everything here. It's got the label here, the front of it, the back of it, et cetera. But the most important thing, it is a, our first product from Cytosolve that I hope all of you guys take advantage of, all right? Now, before I end this, I also wanted to, the new content I just added this morning was I wanted to also share with you, there's another way. So I've looked at, um, you know, uh, Boswellia from the angle of the molecular approach. There's also an Eastern approach. By the way, if you remember, I told all of you that there's a tool I created, another tool like Cytosol, but it takes the Eastern, Eastern engineering systems approach. With your body, your system, you can answer a bunch of questions and I'll figure out what kind of system you are, okay? In this matrix of transport, conversion, and storage. Then you can answer a different set of questions and will figure out where your body is today. It's knowing where you are now. That's a black dot. And then it'll actually tell you menus and foods and supplements that can bring your black dot to the red dot. Now, you should consult your doctor and all those good things, but this is a tool that helps you figure out how the inputs of food supplements affect your body as a system. And then finally, what I wanted to share with you here is, so if your body is this red dot here, and this is where you are, you can actually figure out what Boswellia will do to you, your body. So look, Boswellia increases Vatha, which is transport, motion, right, energy. So it increases motion, movement. It stabilizes Pitta, which means supports digestion, and it reduces Kapha which is right here. It reduces kapha, meaning it'll bring it more to zero, which means this will basically help reduce weight. Kapha, storage, weight, you see what I'm saying? So I, I encourage you to take advantage of your body, your system. Um, those of your truth, freedom, health warriors get access to that. And those of you who wanna become supporters or warriors um, also get access to it, all right? So how much, what should the dosaging be on Boswellia serrata? Well, from the literature, um, you know, the current literature, the maintenance dose by Siddiqui is about 125 milligrams per day. For pain, 450 to 750 milligrams per day of the boswellic acids, remember the ones we discussed. Now, for osteoarthritis, you can get the resin extract, for milligram, 40 milligrams per day, that's also Siddiqui. But this goes right to pain. This is, helps you really reduce the pain and inflammation, all right? So in summary, boswellic serrata helps joint health by reducing inflammation. It's anti-lipidemic, uh, sorry, hyperlipidemic, which means it helps reduce weight. Anti-atherosclerotic, which helps uh, blood flow. It's an analgesic for pain, and it also protects your liver. The other important uh, piece wanted also, so that's from the bioinformatics side. Our computational analysis definitely shows Boswellia serrata lowers inflammation, but what we wanted to let you know is it does it through AKBA and beta-BA. We're shown to be more effective in lowering LTB4, but not PGE2-induced inflammation. So it, it, there's different kinds of inflammation. It helps LTB4-induced inflammation, all right? And we'll go back to uh, truth, freedom, and health, but I just wanted to let you know, um, um, that's what we discussed. We discussed Boswellia, Serrata today, and joint health, all right? Now, in the interest of time, I have to go teach my course. Um, I won't be able to play the Truth, Freedom, and Health video, but I encourage all of you to um, look at MV25, um, pre-order it. 
But more importantly, in it, or in addition to that, I want to create an army of 50,000 truth, freedom and health warriors by the end of 2021. And we want to arm you with knowledge, with systems knowledge. So we go beyond left and right, Republican and Democrat. We go beyond being just entertained by Tucker Carlson's or CNN. We go at the root of the problem, which is come and the root of the solution is you. So learn the science of systems. Thank you, everyone. I wish I had a little more time. My class is a little bit late. I have to go to that. Thank you. Be well. Have a good evening. Thank you, everyone on Instagram too. Be well. Be the light. Thank you.